Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. Good morning, Christina, and happy anniversary. We did celebrate an anniversary this week. We did. You did. If I have one more meal or drink to celebrate this anniversary, (laughs) though, I may not make it to the next year. (laughs) Well, the good thing is you have to have the mimosa. That's true. That's baked into, no pun intended, but it's baked into the podcast, so you you have no choice. So that drink you have to build into your week. Oh, it's a, it's such a responsibility. It really is. It really Good is. Good thing we've and, moved to every other week. Otherwise, it could be problematic. Well, it's only temporary for the summer. It is only temporary. Yeah. So, you know. Do you miss us, listeners? I'm waiting for a response. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say yes, but I keep answering for everybody else. <laughs> Just crickets. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Anyway, I'm glad you had your anniversary. Nine years you were Nine married. Nine years, wow. yes. Wow. Amazing. Nine happy years. Yes. Well, for you and Brad. You're not happy? No. <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> I keep saying yes, yes, like it's, I'm part of that. No, so. it is really crazy that it's yeah. been nine years. Like it, I feel like, I feel like it just happened some right. days. And then I think about, I mean, nine years, man. Trust me, that's how life is. All of a sudden, it's like, whoa. Isn't it funny like that? Like, I feel like time is just, it just goes so fast. I know. Like the, what what do they say? The the days are long, but the years are short. Right. Something like that. You know, like some days you're just like, oh my God, it's a, this was a long day or a long week. But then all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, I'm celebrating what birthday? I'm celebrating what, what milestone? And I still, I still remember like as when you're a kid, it just seemed to be the opposite. And you know, I remember like Thanksgiving till Christmas just seemed like forever waiting for getting Christmas presents just seemed like the days dragged on and all that. Well, and I guess as a kid, it's super fun because you had nothing to do other than receive gifts. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> but like now it's like it goes fast because now, you know, as adults, we're the ones who are responsible for buying and wrapping and all of yeah. that. There's so much that goes along and with it. And there's so much that happens in a day. So it, it, you're so busy that it just, boom, it's another day. Another I week. know. And it's sad because it's, you know, the middle of, it's it's like just the beginning of August, the end of July right now, right? Like we're just about mm-hmm. to start August. And there's, for some reason, like I want to just like, live in the moment and be happy that it's summer but for some reason i can't help it that when august starts to approach i just get this like exactly feeling in my stomach that's like shit the summer's almost over and it's like it's not we have a whole nother month but no august just starts to feel like the end rather than true it's true and then the stupid stores and everybody starts like back to school and all the other stuff and Right. Uh, and like, I'm not going back to school, but back to school feels like just No, like no, a, no. Right. We're yeah. not going back to school, but they're all advertising pencils and paper and computers and all this stuff for... Right. Uh, terrible. Closure of summer, which is very yeah. upsetting. But it's okay. You know what? This is the cycle of life. Yes. And summer will it. come again. There we go. But for now, I guess, you know, we'll just have to enjoy, soak up the last few weeks before they start playing Christmas music. <laughs> That's right. That's right. 
So this this is a good introduction for our topic today. Is it? Because I kind of feel like this has Conflict. nothing to do with our topic. <laughs> Conflict. <laughs> I want to do bad things to stores that advertise back to school. <laughs> I mean, in, like on August 1st, you know, like they're already back to school. It's like we're not going back to school till, you know, some places late August or in, and then September. Right. So. right. Yeah. Wow. So. But what we're going to talk about today, um, as we seem to be wrestling with, you know, what feels like the, the beginning of the end of summer, but we're going to still enjoy every second of it. But what we're going to talk about today, listeners, is a topic that I think is super important. I think we think it's super important. Yes. yes. A topic that I think is not a super easy one to deal with or sometimes talk about. Right. But the topic of conflict. Yes. And we're not just going to pose, you know, the topic of conflict, but we're going to talk about how do you approach conflict, how do you deal with conflict, and how do you resolve conflict? Because I think that both of us, Dad, are somewhat mm-hmm. averse to... I, I definitely am. I'm conflict Like conflict averse, averse right? right? Correct. Like we prefer... And it's not to say that we both can have difficult conversations, mm-hmm. and but but it's something that is definitely more of like I need to be deliberate about it like I don't look for conflict I I avoid conflict if possible I do too right so I think that this is good because we'll talk about things that you know certainly like when I say being deliberate I have to think about conflict I have to think about the way I'm going to approach conflict and deal with things right it's not like I'm just like you know there are certain people that just step into conflict every second of every day it's true and and there's certain people that when I say embrace it, they almost look for it. And, and I don't think that's a good that's thing either. That's not a good thing. No, no, not at all. Right. I'd rather be in the camp of, you know, I don't, I don't look for conflict. And when it needs to happen, that's when we, we deliberately think about how to address it. That's right. But I think there's a happy medium in between yes. of, you know, avoiding conflict to a detriment and then, you know, being a little bit too conflict prone where you're just kind of walking through life being abrasive and correct and rude sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and, and a big part of that is choosing whether to engage in it or not. In other words, I think as you get older, you you start to be able to discern that better. I'm, I'm speaking for myself, so maybe some people have that early in life and don't, but I used to avoid it at all costs, you know, and then that's not good as I've gotten older and so on that I am able to discern when should I get into that conflict and deal with it? Or is it just like, who cares? Yeah, and because walk away? sometimes some conflict is good conflict, right? Yeah. And what I think happens if, because I've been there too, right? Where sometimes you just completely avoid conflict. But mm-hmm. what ends up happening is that at some point, if you're avoiding necessary conflict, at some point things are going to bottle up and, and you'll then have an a disproportionate reaction to <laughs> yeah. something that happens, right? Because right. it went somewhere and it went it went inside you and it, now it's festering and it's right. gonna, and then at the wrong moment. It's exactly. That's when people are like, wait a second, that was such a weird, bizarre response to something so yeah. trivial. I've never seen Joe react like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it happens because you're sometimes suppressing things like conflict that needed to at some point be addressed. Right. And if you keep suppressing it, then you end up with like a disproportionate reaction to something that was... Like, like if, like if I was having dessert and you grabbed a spoon and attempted to take some. That and then would, you, you like would get hit it. me over the head with yeah, the spoon. Yeah, that would be a disproportionate 
reaction to that conflict. But it was but what people don't know is that you did that because there were years and years of me taking your desserts. <laughs> That's right. Like the cherry when uh, we were oh how old goodness. was I? Like yeah, I don't know. Teenager? How, no, was it? Younger? I think it was middle school maybe. Maybe. He used to love these chocolate covered cherries. Oh yeah, I have to tell this story. So you brought it up. I wasn't even going to bring it up. I love chocolate covered cherries. And uh, well, I love chocolate. I love cherries. I love chocolate covered cherries. And we were we were visiting friends, and you were you were with us. And the the woman who was there said, "Joe, these are homemade chocolates, and I saved this one for you." And she, it was a sample pack that had, I think it was like one chocolate covered cherry and in she there. Specifically saved it for me, and she took it and she went to hand it to me. And while I'm reaching to get it, Christina lurched out with her hand, grabbed it, and popped it in her mouth and ate it. <laughs> so if that's not a promo to have children, I don't know what is. <laughs> a promo not to have children. <laughs> that's, that shows exactly like what ch- what raising children can be, taking exactly. the last bit of joy that you have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stealing your joy. <laughs> But ever since then, I've, you know, he brings this up to this day, or I bring it up if he doesn't, just to add insult to injury. But, but you're still here. So I I didn't go that far. But the point (laughs) is, there were years and years of me just taking, (laughs) stealing my dessert, your joy that, you know, yes. And a disproportionate reaction would be me taking a bite of your dessert and then you beating me with the spoon. That's right. Right. That would have been odd, but it would, nonviolent. But you would be like, this was from years and years and years of suppressed anger over your desserts getting taken. That's right. Now we're being silly with that. And that's obviously, and it was the truth. That was the truth. But just think of being in a job, let's say, and your boss you know, and I'm saying boss, it could be a coworker, it could be somebody else who kind of does the same thing to you over and over again. And you just kind of bottle it up and bottle it up and bottle it up. You know, you can see that at some point you would need to invest in some conflict or enter into the conflict and at some point straighten out that situation, you know, but you can understand why somebody would, when it first happens, just let it brush off. It's no big deal. Happens again. Brush it off. You, you see that, right? So this is a very complex topic, and in and in a half hour we're not going to solve it. But we don't have to solve it because that's what's great about a podcast. We just make you aware. <laughs> well, and we're gonna we'll talk about some tools, right? Yes, I mean absolutely. maybe we'll just yeah. keep talking for like two hours today and try and actually get to the bottom of all this. Oh, there we and go. Keep Jim mm-hmm. on the treadmill for you know an yeah. extra ninety minutes. Yeah, Jim. So you'll lose about three hundred and forty-two thousand calories if we keep right. going. Right. But you know, it's it's funny because the word conflict, right? It's all about how you express and you know deal with differences right Mm -hmm. and sharing them with one another right because sometimes conflict leads to some of the best ideas Mm -hmm. or some of the best outcomes because you know so I think that's one of the things that we're going to talk about today is how do you take conflict and approach it with an open mind and be objective so that you can use conflict as a way to expand your belief system and your you know own knowledge and the way that you approach situations. Correct. And I think it's very close to a difference of opinion is not a conflict, right? So you have an opinion, I have an opinion. It doesn't mean we're in conflict. And an appropriate thing to do is to have a different, you know, people have differences of opinion 
and then they resolve it. In other words, you know, I want to go, I want to have lunch at an Italian restaurant and you want to have lunch at a Mexican restaurant. That's not a conflict. We're not fighting. The fight comes in when I say, you know, really, come on, you know, I don't really like Italian food and I want to go and then you don't budge and I don't budge. And then what do we do? Not go to lunch or I just give in and we go where you want. You follow him, but saying, you're unhappy about it. But I'm unhappy about it, and that's where the difference of opinion is okay. The conflict comes in is to how passionate are you about getting your own way, and I don't mean that even in a bad way. Take a business decision. You may say that we should do this in the business. We should produce this product, and I say no. We should produce. You want product A, I want product B, assuming that we are both looking to boost our overall business. If you are passionate that product A is the, in other words, right now we have a difference of opinion, but it becomes how much passion and how much lack of compromise or what are, are we willing to do? And that's where the conflict comes in. But like you said, it can be really good because now I want to win if you think of a game, right? You have to now be at the top of your game and you have to, you know, so both of us are going to now, if we are not going to fight, we're going to take this out and we're going to meet, let's say, a week later and you do a presentation and I do a presentation. You follow? And that potential conflict that we're going to create can make something really good and we end up producing product C, Right. You know, I'm being simplistic about it, but you follow what I'm saying. So it, I don't know if I follow what you're saying, but yes, no. <laughs> what I'm saying is I get what you're difference saying. of opinion is one thing. Conflict arises when we are passionate about getting our way. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but we feel that my way is the better way. And I disagree with your way. So I agree, but... Um, I th- I think that conflict I don't I think there's positive conflict and negative conflict. Right. I I think that anytime like if you look at like what conflict actually is, conflict is just a difference in opinion, right? Like you're at con- you have conflicting beliefs. Yeah. If they're different. Right. Positive conflict I think is when people share their differences in belief but have an open mind to a uh, different solution right Right. or are open and willing to hear each other's beliefs out right negative conflict to me is when you've got two people if you will that have conflicting beliefs and are unwilling to be open to something else so that's when you create a negative conflict because people are at odds and they're not approaching something from a standpoint of let's learn and figure something out together they're approaching it from I win, you lose, or yes. we go home, right? right. You're right. You're That's right. kind of how I see it because I think like there's positive conflicts that drive progress mm-hmm. and then there's just conflict that, you know, one way or another, both have to be resolved. Yeah, but they arise from, you know, these differences, needs, perceptions. But the, I guess the 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 whole idea is how passionate and resolute are you to get your way versus my way? And how do you approach a situation from a defensive standpoint? Because sometimes like, you know, somebody can bring up, I I think, 
there's times that you have you ever been in a situation where somebody asks for your opinion, right? You provide your opinion and then they come back and say, okay, well, that's fine. But and you can tell that somebody is asking for your feedback, but they're really asking for you to just go with what they're you know, their opinion, right? Yeah, right, right? Like, okay, I appreciate your opinion. <laughs> you agree with but me, right? But think about it this way. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and sometimes that's like a, you know, it's good because then you're sharing, conf- okay, mm-hmm. like let's let's play on one another. But sometimes it's obvious that they have a preconceived notion or they believe that their opinion is the right opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's just challenging to get you to ultimately say, yes, I, okay, fine. So right. sometimes it's like, how do I exhaust the other person to the point where they're like, okay, well, you got me, right? Yeah, or, or I have more power than you. I'm your senior. Right. You know, I'm, I'm, I, you report to me or something. So how far are you willing to push that to tick me off and maybe cost you your job or something, right? Right. So right. how do we like, when we're looking for or soliciting other beliefs and opinions, how do we make sure that we are truly being objective and mm-hmm. thinking about all sides and not just positioning something to say, oh, yeah, I have buy-in? <laughs> right. That's a good point. Yeah. And that happens a lot in business. Yeah. Like you ask leading questions that get you the answer you want versus getting you kind of the the healthy conflict that pushes to yeah, a because, better place. Right. Because if I, again, if you report to me, and I'm asking you leading questions and I'm moving you in a direction. At what point do you say, yeah, I see where this is going and I, I better just, just yes this guy because right. it's not going to go, um, you know, my opinion is not going to matter. Right. Or, you know, no matter what I say, obviously there's already a formed decision. <laughs> right. I go, yeah, that's a good, very good point, Christina, but I want you to look at it this way. You but know, don't then, you think <laughs> this? <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, the, exactly. the statement, but don't you think, is probably like leads to you should be thinking about this a different way, Correct. right? Correct. So what are other ways that you could approach it so that people are not, you're not putting words in people's mouths and mm-hmm. you're really being open to what they think? Right, right. So, well, one way, if, if we're going to do this correctly and, and not be, you know, miserable people about it, right? Both Which of is us. so, so freaking hard for you, Dad. It is. It is. You are just so miserable all the time. Thank that you. is the one thing that everybody says that Joe, he's just <laughs> walks around so freaking I can't miserable. You just, you just went public with that. <laughs> <laughs> he's never laughing, never smiling. Never, he's never. just so miserable. I'm miserable. But I want my own way, so do it. <laughs> but I think if, if, I keep saying if. Both parties, the reason I'm, I'm hesitating and, it, and it's... It's and because you're conflict averse. <laughs> I am. But you have to have both parties have to be willing to be in the game. And this is the problem that I think uh, all, of, uh, all of you listening and learning from this and getting this understanding, you are going to you know, go about trying to do this with potentially another party who is not playing your game with you. They are not, they don't care. Yes. Because they enjoy conflict and they enjoy saying, no, shut up and do what I tell you to do. Or, no, I'm doing it this way. This is the way we're going to go. You follow? Those people that they're, they're forward, they're, you know, direct with it. Well, I think that's a good and point is that some people actually enjoy conflict. They do. And here's what I want to say. And look for it. And this gets into, and we 
we did have an episode on this, and I'm not going to teach it, but uh, behavioral studies, the DISC we talked about, Mm -hmm. dominance, influence, steadiness, compliance, the four uh, basic factors. A person who is embraces conflict goes into conflict and you know almost is is too uh they seek it out yeah very often um any of you experts in psychology don't jump down my throat but the (laughs) dominant person is someone can be that person who their way or the highway and they are always right and they come at it fast they hit you fast the way to combat that is to hit them back fast and do the same thing. I am not that person. And what I used to do was yield because I was hit so fast. I just said, oh, okay. You didn't have time to process it. No. And you learn either the hard way or learn behavior styles that you have to come back fast and then they get they actually because they like the conflict they appreciate that it's actually appreciated mm-hmm. and you're not looked at as a wimp or as someone that they can mold and create the way they want it you know create you could be part of this idea that they want but what does somebody do like i appreciate that and i i don't disagree right mm-hmm. like you know having the quick wit to you know kind of combat and and give a quick like rebuttal or reply but what if you're somebody that needs to take time because there's a lot of people that they take they need to take time to you know kind of figure out what their position is think about something it takes no time to say no true okay so you come at me with something and i say no wait christina wait i want to analyze this we're not doing that right now just hold off and let's come back to this in other words I do need time to, to think. Have, you don't have to have the answer. But I can shut you down. You can just say, no, this feels like we're rushing into a decision. Yes. I want to take a pause. Let's come back to and this in three days. And when they come back days. to you because they love conflict and they go, uh, no, I've already made my decision. So, Joe, do what I say. And you go, no, I'm not. We're not. Let's hold off and we're going to do this at this. Now, you don't have to be nasty. You don't have to be you mean. Sound a, your tone is very – This, I'm getting like – I'm getting uh, – flashbacks to to what like high school when you, you know, did something wrong <laughs> when you said to... no a lot <laughs> you were not super conflict averse then well okay but see i'm just kidding no, i know but you see i am conflict averse and i never liked doing that but that whole phrase as a, you hear a parent say this hurts me more than it hurts you right and, and i remember as a kid my parents would say that like you can't go here because we're not going to let you or and i was thinking no i'm how could this possibly hurt you more than it hurts me when i want to go to that party and you won't let me you're like it's just so much easier if i just said yes (laughs) correct so the point is it does hurt but you have to learn how to i'm disappointing you i'm making you angry with me which i don't want um you know all of these things but then i look at the party potentially drinking potentially bad people right so you you're like, it, the risk is worth the, the risk reward. Is, <laughs> the risk yeah. is worth the reward. <laughs> that's correct. That's correct. And that's what we have to realize in conflict resolution. What is, and when we do that, like, I, you know, I was just talked about shutting you down, saying right. no. 
weigh the risk. You you know the relationship you have with those these certain people, and that and you have to weigh the whole thing out. And it doesn't you know? have to be like to your point. It doesn't have to be aggressive. No. I think that's where your tone. I was being passionate exactly. Here and all that, but, but your tone can set the you set the tone for how that conversation or correct. conflict is going to go. So you can respond to somebody that is uh, that does step into conflict or people that you meet that are often contrarians that need to always have an opposing yeah, view. So, but correct. you can respond to that with you don't have to be aggressive. You can just say. You know what? I appreciate your position. There you go. I think that time, you know, a day for us to take back, put some thought into our options here and then come back and discuss this. That's exactly Would it. be beneficial to a better yeah, outcome. That's correct. Because we're obviously both passionate about this right now. That's it. Perfect. That's because perfect. I think, you know, with anything, like we've talked about managing emotions, we've talked about like emotion is is oftentimes what fuels negative conflict. Mm-hmm. Because when people are passionate about something, sometimes you're not as rational as you need to be to actually see the other person's side of things, to, you know, be open and objective and, you know, get rid of assumptions, get rid of, you know, perceptions that you have right. and preconceived notions. So I think taking the emotion out of it and giving yourself and the other person that you're, you know, or other people that you're trying to debate something with some time to take that emotion out of it and start to think about the facts and be rational. I agree. I agree. That's great. So now if you can do that, one of the ways to create a process now for this conflict resolution would be what you've just done, create a positive atmosphere. So even if it started out Testy, you just created a positive atmosphere. You took that negativity and you didn't demean me as a person, even though I was being an SOB, right, coming at you or whatever. You create that positive attitude and then clarify the perception. So in the second meeting, again, it's a positive atmosphere, clarify the perception. So Christina, uh, what I'm understanding is you, you know, feel this way, this way, you know, and all that. I feel, you know, whatever, then come up with a list of common goals. You feel whatever? Yeah, whatever, whatever, (laughs) whatever. You're going to get your way anyway. Because you slept on it. You're no longer passionate about how you felt. (laughs) By the way, I have to tell a story. I went to the store. I hate buying produce. Did I tell you this story? Oh, no, but I know you hate buying produce. Yeah, so this is really cute. I know mom also hates when you buy produce because it's usually spoiled. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know what I'm doing. So anyway, I have a, I found a friend over at the ShopRite, and his name is Jay, and he's a young guy, and he actually is always in the produce area working, and he helps me out. So I, I now have a friend, and it was really funny because... You always make such opportunistic friendships. It's perfect. And so I was there, and uh, mom wanted flat parsley. I don't even know what the hell flat parsley is or something, and not, not curly <laughs> parsley. You know more than probably a lot of people listening right now. I do. Yeah. So this is the, everything I'm telling you is the God's honest truth. So I couldn't find it. I had found everything else. I couldn't find it. So I went over to my friend Jay and I said, can you help me? I I can't find this flat parsley. And he says, sure, it's right over here. And we walked down and of course, of course, where he is, where he takes me, the parsley is empty. There's nothing in the flat parsley. But there was a man there, and I, I forgot his name. I'm going to say his name is Frank. I forgot his name. 
Um, and he's about my age and he's stocking shelves. So he's working and he's stocking the shelves. And so Jay says, you know, hey, Frank, I don't see the flat parsley. Is there any here? And he goes, yeah, no, we don't have any. Uh, you know, we don't have any. So Jay says to me, um, well, there's the curly or whatever it's called, parsley, and it tastes the same. Now, Frank doesn't know any, doesn't know me, right? And Frank stops what he's doing. He's loading the shelf and he looks up at Jay and he goes, you're not married, are you? <laughs> and the kid goes, no, why? He goes, he goes, you're not married because obviously his wife asked him for flat parsley. So it doesn't matter that it tastes the same. He's supposed to come home with flat parsley. <laughs> and Jay goes, but they taste the same. And he goes, that's not the point. You're right. He can't come home with it. So he's got to call his wife first and tell her the situation. And, Jay and was get like, the guidance. Right. And he was like, oh, okay. And Frank was like, you should learn from that. If you ever get married, this will be very helpful. <laughs> That's a good point, though, because communication, <laughs> proactive communication eliminates conflict. Because if you had just went home with, with curly, curly parsley, parsley. <laughs> you would have probably gotten like whacked over the head with it. Like, exactly. I exactly. said flat parsley. And then you right. would have been like, well, they didn't have it. And she would have been, you know, just Right. A whole and thing. here's three people com- all correct. You know, like Jay is correct. It tastes the same. Evidently, it does. It doesn't, but he learned it doesn't matter because just because you think it tastes the same doesn't mean the person that I was sent by yes. my wife, right? And and I have to make my wife happy. So as we get back to create a list conflict of common avoidance goals, is conflict what I see here, Dad. <laughs> yes, generate options. The one of the options would be you know call call the wife and straighten it out. But this that's a great example of how things can be correct but they are, they're not going to be accepted. Exactly because right? you don't know you do not know the assumptions and beliefs the other person has. Correct. And it's like if your boss is telling you to do things and you don't see it there may be something there that he or she can't tell you. So sometimes you know you have to Right. So one of the options might be we cannot take option C and D. Just understand the president said no. Sometimes things are just are, you know? Right. And then you can make a mutually beneficial agreement to come through on on whatever it would be. So if we were to kind of like summarize, and mm-hmm. I feel like we can do it this time, Dad. I feel like it's it's five oh, it's easy points. I air. feel like I can count them out. Just to reiterate, I think the biggest piece for, you know, understanding conflict and resolving conflict is boil down into five easy steps if we want to summarize this here. So the first thing is creating a positive atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So not all conflict is negative. Conflict breeds a lot of really good things, but you Mm -hmm. have to create a positive atmosphere. And if you feel like you're, you're in a conflicting situation where emotions are high and where people are, you know, rigid and inflexible Mm -hmm. and not seeing each other's perspectives, Take a pause and make sure that you're creating and and setting the intent. Yes. That the intent is that we put our heads together and come up with a solution that will be mutually beneficial and work for everybody. Second thing is clarifying perceptions. Right. So a lot of that is you need to understand what is it that you perceive the conflict to be? What Mm -hmm. is it that I perceive the conflict to be? Because you need to, you know, understand the other person's position so that you can really be empathetic and put yourself in their shoes in order to get to the point where you can yeah, have a healthy outcome. That's true. And also, not to mess up your beautiful recap, but 
You're um, always trying to throw me off, Dad. No, 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 no it's good. <laughs> um, I may have misinterpreted one of your perceptions. Exactly. So clarifying it is like uh, you may re- say it again and I go, oh, I didn't know. you. Oh, I get it. Well, and sometimes you, know I mean? you might be saying the same thing and thinking you have conflicting <laughs> right. beliefs, even though you're just saying them differently. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you might want so, the same thing. No, so that, that's, that's great. Thank you. So understanding, you know, you've created a positive environment and atmosphere. You've clarified the perceptions. Mm -hmm. Now you need to actually create a list of common goals because there's things that you want to accomplish. There's things that the other people that are part of this decision or part of, you know, this this conflict ultimately, you know, are trying to accomplish. So understanding the goals that other people have allow you to start to then say, okay, well, what are the options that we can generate? So that's the fourth thing is generating Mm -hmm. options that work for everybody. And then you start beating up those options and you talk about them as a group. And, you know, hopefully you get to resolution where you've made some kind of a, an agreement or you've come up with an option that works for everybody and it doesn't mean that it's exactly what everybody wanted to begin with right it means that it's something that everybody can agree on and that honors and takes into account everybody's goals and perceptions Mm -hmm. and you know is something that everybody can live with yes the essence of compromise and it comes out and it works exactly yeah very good i love the recap so that was five dad that was excellent and uh Oh gosh, here I, comes I the dad, dad joke. joke. I knew it was coming. I saw your your brain ticking. I asked my friend when their birthday was. <laughs> he said March 1st. I stood up, walked around the room, and then I asked again. <laughs> what? I don't get it. I asked my friend when their birthday was. He said March 1st. I oh. got up, <laughs> walked around the room, <laughs> and then asked again. <laughs> I swear, I, I'm like not quick with the dad jokes. <laughs> well, it wasn't a great one, but you know, it is a dad joke. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Oh, man. Well, so, dad, this was great. You Thank let you us very down. much. No. Well, or, or I have. <laughs> or you have. Wherever you are, whatever your story, thanks for spending time with us this morning. Now, go and make a difference in your world. you still let down? (laughs) No, I'm okay, Dad. (laughs) And listeners, if you liked what you heard, like, subscribe, share with a friend, let us know what you think. Thank you so much for listening. Go and resolve some conflict in your world. There you go. Good one. Have a great week, everybody.